welcome everybody to I'm 40 Now What? Owning Your Story. And there's so much that's been going on in the world. I don't know where to start, but I'm super excited because I have a, a special guest. This is my first guest on my podcast. So I'm super hyped. I'm a little nervous. I'm keeping it real. And I'm we're talking about love and relationships today, which yeah. really never gets old, right? Um, but I always start off my podcast just thinking about where we are in 2020. It's so hard to not have a conversation and mention those those numbers. 2020 this year has been epic on so many levels. Um, of course, we have COVID still going on. Some of us have been directly affected by that. Um, the recent death of Chadwick really just hurt my heart. I'm still still processing that and the lessons in that. Um, of course, continued police police brutality. There's so much that we can we can talk about in 2020. Um, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce my guest and, and ask him a question about 2020. But I've been thinking about the word compassion these last couple of weeks and uh, how important it is to be more compassionate than ever in a very stressful time. Um, and so that's a challenge. That can be a challenge. So to all my potential billions of listeners, um, continue to be compassionate with yourself and with others. I think it's so important. Um, it's a necessity. And I'm challenging myself to really look at how how I treat others and how I've been treating myself. And sometimes I'm good. Sometimes I'm okay. And I, I feel good about it. Other times I, I know I struggle. So these times are really helping us to appreciate who we who we really are versus who we think we are. Um, and so to you all who are listening today, thanks for checking in. Continue to be compassionate with yourself. And love is one of those things that is truly a compassionate verb. Um, I'm just excited about this conversation, I really am. So I wanna introduce my special guest, my first guest, as I mentioned, um, Mr. Corey Adams. Welcome, thank you for joining me today. Before we dive in, let the people know where you can, where they can find you because you're doing some really great work on YouTube. Um, I listened to your YouTube video yesterday, the stories we tell ourselves, and that's a really great segue into what we're talking about today. But briefly tell people what, what you're doing out here. That yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I do have. I, I'm starting a YouTube channel now, and it's really about you know self improvement, self mastery, um, and all the things that come with it. And it's really uh, about taking a raw look at ourselves and and building from there. So it's almost like uh, taking a savage view on things. And when I say the word savage, I don't mean you know uh, in the negative connotation, but of that raw sense of the word because if we really want to build something incredible with ourselves we have to take away the fluff find me definitely on youtube i mean excuse me on youtube if you look up noble savage that's n-o-b the number one e savage and then also on facebook under the same name um yeah I'm definitely trying to build a community of, you know, just a community of savages to where we can take away some of this uh, PC fluff, make us feel good and not get anywhere kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate that. And I, I appreciate your genuineness and how you share 
about your journey. And that's what that's what it's all about. I stories help us heal and it helps us not feel alone. Um, because we know that other people have gone through these things, but how often do we feel alone alone when we're in the midst of it? So thank you Absolutely. for share, sharing your own story in this journey. And I'm really, I'm really proud of you for starting that one. Um, hey, thanks. <laughs> so let's talk about that a little bit, because again, we're talking about love and relationships. And you mentioned in that video that we decide to change the narrative, right? So if we've adopted a story that's more on the negative side of who we are. And, and a lot of that has to do with our childhood. A lot of that has to do with how others have treated us. And so we, we begin to internalize those stories as well. And so in my own journey of just self-love and, and, and awareness, and I've been using these, I deserve affirmations and it could be anything. Like Friday, I posted on Facebook, I deserve a Long Island and some chicken and for the Bucks <laughs> to win this game. You know what I'm saying? So it's not just, mm. I deserve love. And I, it's, it's like whatever I feel like I deserve in that moment. Um, and right. so I would love for you to fill in the blank for me. I deserve blank. What would that be for you in this moment? Yeah, like, you know, I like how you make it very specific and drill down to it and that's what's really important and in in this moment I deserve to have an honest conversation with Tony I deserve to have enlightenment from what we talk about today I love it I love it thank you so much I will do the same I deserve to be authentic so um, let's have an authentic conversation and Absolutely. I, um, I've, I've tried to open my mind up to a male's perspective. And so it was really important for me to connect with a male about this subject of love and relationships. And one person that has really made a living out of talking about this is Steve Harvey. He's done a really interesting job um, on providing the male perspective. And of course, you can't speak for every male, but I've right. read his book. Um, I've watched some of his movies. I watched some of his talk shows. And for some, sometimes I do agree with what he's saying. Um, and there's one thing that he often says a lot, and that is men are simple. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> for who? That's, that's, that's like that's the first thing that comes to my mind. So I want to ask you that, like, are men simple? Yes or no? And then expound on your answer. Are men simple? What does that mean? So are men simple? Um, I'm going to say no. Mm. I'm going to oh. say men are not simple. Okay. Like, and again, it's all about the honesty. It's all about being straightforward. And, you know, because none of us are simple. No one is, no one's simple. I don't believe that, that anyone can, you know, we can call ourselves simple and think that we're easy because yeah, we're simple to ourselves or we like to think so. But then when it comes to the nuances and the complexities, um, we still don't understand ourselves. So how can someone else understand you if you, if you don't understand yourself? Absolutely. So you're saying men are not simple because most of us aren't simple. We're complex individuals. Absolutely. Absolutely complex. It's, it's, we may be simple, we may look at things simply some aspects of self or some aspects of life we may look at in a simple fashion. Like, I love breaking things down to the simplest pieces. However, 
operating in Western society, that can be complicated in that simplicity. I believe in being brutally honest, but in Western society, that is frowned upon. So I have to navigate that, its complexities of navigating that social aspect. So then that affects my personality and the way that um, things are translated between me and anyone I come in contact with. Absolutely. Um, because you're trying to, in a relationship, it's two imperfect people really striving for perfection and how <laughs> complex that really can be. You mentioned, you said um, our, yourself a lot. So this, this idea of having a relationship with yourself and understanding that own complexity. And I think that when we think about love and relationships, we don't do enough work with ourselves in that realm I agree. of loving yeah. ourselves and relationships. So tell me why is looking within so important when you're striving to uh, find someone to love and be in relationship with? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's we've all seen the movies, right? We've all seen the movies where, you know, the person goes through the trials and they're trying to get the girl or they're trying to get the guy and they find out all these things that are wrong with themselves first and they have to find their self-confidence. It's, it's, it's been, the, the formula has been laid out for us. However, we take it as entertainment instead of education. And we, we like to think of ourselves as, you know, either perfect or close enough to perfect that someone should just love my imperfections. And, you know, that's where we kind of get confused because sure, it may be easy for, you know, your mom to love your imperfections or your, your family to do so. But for someone else, that's, that takes effort, just like it takes effort for me to love someone else's imperfections. It's, it's not simple. And so it's very, it's very important to look within because once we see ourselves and we see the work we need to do on ourselves, we, we then look on, when we look outside of ourselves, we expect the same thing from other people. And that's where you find these, these successful relationships are two people that are working to better themselves individually and come together as a as a as a pair in that state not in the state of thinking hey i'm good i just need you to fix you or you you're good i just need to fix me but they're both on the journey together yeah absolutely so there's an accountability that's so important um i know in my 40s i'm realizing i don't want a project i want a partner but yes. I have to do work on myself first before I even, yeah. you know, can be successful. And that's been some of my feelings in my relationships. Um, and so I often choose people that I feel like I can fix, mm -hmm. right? And well, you it, can't it, fix it, anything. You can't fix anybody. It's can't hard fix to anybody. Yourself. Yeah, yeah. Can't fix anybody. But it's a, it's, a, it's a happy distraction from the things we need to fix in ourselves. Absolutely. And... I saw that example in the whole Jada and August Alcina situation. That's a, that's another podcast that I'm working on. That's another podcast. The whole in, that, 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 that whole the entanglement. The whole entanglement. Yeah, oh the whole entanglement yeah. thing. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. there were some things that she. Yeah, me neither. Man, I wonder if Will's going to be in it. Well, let's let's, let's let's keep going here. Let's keep going. Let's not digress. Let's, let's not digress. Not, we, we, that's, that's another podcast. That's a whole other way. Join me. We might join be back for that one too. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Somebody got to stand up for my man Will. My dude, <laughs> but yes, Absolutely. we do look for distractions and and just like yeah, they're a perfect example of what you know of what what we're talking about. Yeah, and how it doesn't work. Um, Self healing is important, and it's not easy. And I think that's why we often push it to the side. And then too, how do you heal? Right. That that's the big question as well. And what does that look like? And it's different from person to person. Um, but looking within is clearly important when we're trying to establish love. We really have to have it for ourselves. Um, yeah. And so, with that being said, you know. You go through this journey, you, you're working on yourself, you're feeling good about yourself, but then something else happens. You meet someone, right? And you fill in this person, it's going well, but you realize that who's showing up? And that's that representative <laughs> that Chris Rock talked about, right? Like classic, yep. right? Yep. Why is yes, it so it is. important for us to share the representative? How does that sabotage a relationship? Well, you know, yeah, Tony, it's, it's because it's false. Like we're, we're doing the old, uh, bait and switch. It's, it's again, just like, you know, Chris Rock said it's, it's classic. It's the representative shows up and people can wear this persona of who they want to be. Like say, let's use an example of, you know, if it's me, I can show up to what, to be whoever this girl wants me to be. And I can play that role for a couple dates, a couple months, even a couple years even, depending on the level of our interaction. But at some point, I will become fatigued and our true selves will always come out. Like, you know, they say there's there's two things that you can't hide for long or you can't hide forever. And that's the sun and the truth. So it's yeah. always going to present itself and we it's tedious because what's going to happen is when you do present yourself and you've sold this bill of goods to this other person, once my true self comes out, um, it's it's going to be a totally different relationship and they're in a relationship with someone that doesn't exist. It's, it's catfishing. Just, just the old school way of catfishing and not online, but face-to-face catfishing. And, we, and you know, us being in our 40s, We've been there before. Absolutely, absolutely. On both sides of it. I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm the perfect dude. On both sides of it, I've done it before too. And it's with this time and experiences when I realized we can't live that way. That's not, that's not how, that's not how happiness is, is gathered. It's not authentic, right? We talked about- It's not authentic. Loving ourselves really means being authentic and trusting that who we are is enough. Yes. And it's not loving to be deceitful. And that's exactly what the representative does. You're being deceitful when you look at it. Um, and you can see why relationships often fail soon after because you believed a lie, right? Um, yeah. And it just and, falls and, apart. And sometimes it's not to be malicious. It's not intentional. Sometimes we we're the person that we we want to be, so we pres- we we try to be that person, but we're not there yet, and and then so so the mask still falls off. Absolutely. Like I wanna I wanna be someone that goes running, you know, every day, every morning. I wanna go run five miles. 
I may start off that week and I'm running every day. I meet this girl and she's a runner. And then, so I run with her. But after the first month, I realize I don't, I'm, I don't want to run anymore. But now she thinks that I'm a runner with her. And that's where that, you know, it was, it was good intentions, but it just doesn't always work the way we want it to. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's a good example. Um, I often say, like, if you're going to start doing something, make sure it's something you can be consistent with, right? If you're going to send me right. flowers every week, you better mm. do that 10 years in the marriage, <laughs> right? Or 10 years in the relationship. Yeah, yeah. If, if, you're, if, if you're not that guy, then don't start. Like, if you're the guy, I, I'll send you flowers, flowers once a year, you will, you will guarantee to get it. I'm good with that, right? Like, I'm good yeah. with that because, you know, one of the most damaging things to relationship is being consistent at being inconsistent. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. You can't really get anywhere with inconsistency. So right. it's important that we're consistent in, in how we show up. Um, And I think that takes a lot of self-acceptance, right? Um, So appreciate your perspective on that. You mentioned your 40s, right? This is I'm 40 now what? But it's really the reason why I started this podcast is because I wanted people who were younger than me to, 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 to hopefully find some gem or some wisdoms and someone that's older, it's extremely important. And I want to learn from older people and younger people. Um, But you touched on this awareness that you find within your 40s. So tell me, how has dating been different for for you in your 40s versus, you know, your 30s (laughs) or your 20s? What does that look like now? Yeah, well, it's it's, um, dates end earlier. (laughs) <laughs> we ain't, we ain't we kicking it till three o'clock in the morning sir right not 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 not, not after like yeah every once in a while maybe but uh no, no 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 like we're not meeting we're not meeting for dinner at eight o'clock we're not gonna meet at eight. that's not that's not a thing anymore we're trying to get the hot, happy hour special you know what i'm saying right we're trying to hit happy hour <laughs> by eight o'clock it's like all right hey we had a great time i'm, I'm scheduling the next thing it's time to go i got <laughs> i got an agenda i got i got an appointment i got an appointment Absolutely. at home but in my bed the other yeah. side of it yeah but the other side of it is that you know like um being in my 20s or being an early younger let's call it just younger in general there's different things we have in mind. Like we have those cliche conversations of like, you know, where do you want, where do you see yourself in five years, blah, blah, blah. And we kind of like, you know, do the job interview things in the beginning. And then there's not a whole lot of value put on to that. You know, what do you like? What are, what are your thoughts or opinions on things? And it's like, it's this, this banter, but we keep it very surface level. I kept it very surface level when I was younger. Now, I have, I ask very pointed questions. I ask very direct questions. You know, what do you want to do when you retire? What's your plan for the next 10 years? Where do you see yourself living in this world, you know, later on? What's your thoughts on religion? Hey, I don't like, I don't like politics and I don't, I love talking about it, but you know, and I, I get all these taboo things they say are taboo to talk about. I get those put out front because I'm, again, like you said, I'm looking for a partner, not a project. So I want to make sure that you have at least a path or a goal before I think about bringing 
you into my fold and me bringing anything I can to the table for you. So there's always the conversations around kids, family, career, and and we have much deeper, I have much deeper conversations on dates than I did when I was in my 20s. We don't talk about music and uh, the latest dance craze. I like to talk about meaningful things. Hey, do you want to own a house? Those kind of things. Then, like, day three, I asked what the credit score is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the tough question. Absolutely. It's a tough question. And it is different, right? Because there's, you know, when you, when I don't know about you, but when I was in my 20s, I didn't think about time as much. But when those 40s hit, you, you think about time a lot yeah. differently. And your patience yeah. isn't there either <laughs> because you're like, oh, I'm wait, I need to. What's Big up? Facts. Yeah, right. Like, right. Yeah, this is what I got going on. What you got going on? Let's Absolutely. I have no time to waste. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Got moves to make. Got moves to make. Yeah. Absolutely. I appreciate those moments in my 40s. I was talking to my mom, and she's like, the 40s really help you to apply the knowledge that you knew, mm-hmm. and it's true. I mean, it doesn't, there's still a lot, there's always going to be work to do on yourself, but you start to see the necessity to really do the work and be committed. So I appreciate the intention of those questions. Um, There's a plan, right? Yeah. One of the big questions I have is mm -hmm. for people, one of my major questions I have people like, you know, what's, what's your dream? Mm. Like, what's the dream? Like, what does your perfect life look like? 10 years from now and it's and you know we used to ask that back in the day when we were in our 20s because it was cute to ask but now that holds a lot of value for me just like you yeah. said time is, is important man I have a dream and if my dream doesn't match up with your dream then we may not be compatible on that level and that's important to me absolutely I've had conversations with women and they say well I don't have any dreams or a goal and those were the last dates I had with those women mm-hmm mm-hmm you were like, nice knowing you, huh? Yeah, I'm like, oh, oh that's interesting. Well, first came the question of, well, how do you not, what, what do you mean you don't have a goal or a dream? And they, and when that short-sightedness or that just uh, lack of, I don't want to say forethought, but just, you know, value of self in my mind, yeah. that value of self of what do you want, where do you see yourself and what are you willing to do to make that happen? Yeah, that's, it doesn't fit into my plan. Yeah. So, yeah. all right, let's, let's finish up dinner. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's really about knowing you, right? Like it's it's about honoring you and what you're yeah. looking for and not playing games. Like that's all a part of how we honor each other. It's that you know what? I know this is you are not the one for me. I'm not going to tread you along until I find someone who I think is the one for me. I'm gonna let this go because I honor myself and your time enough to do that. Um partner partnering at a project, just like you said. Absolutely, absolutely. So thinking about this journey that we all are on, what have you learned about yourself on the love journey as a male? Well, <laughs> I learned that I'm not simple. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I laugh at myself. I'm like, 
laughed too hard on that one. My bad. Um, it's, it's real though, you know. Just like you know, people like to say, you know, people like to say that we're simple. I I learned that. That's it's a cute idea. It's very cute. It's very hopeful to think that I am, but I am not. And anybody yeah. that thinks that they are, you're not. You're not. And it's and it's and it's okay not to be simple. It's okay to be complex. I've learned that, yeah, I don't have a lot of tolerance for certain things. I've learned that, um, just to your point, I don't want to, I want a partner, not a project. I want someone that has similar goals. I want someone that has, has a similar, uh, beliefs, like thought process. Mm -hmm. Um, ambition is a big one for me. Like when I say similar goals, you don't have to want the same things that I want, but you have to want something and be willing to work towards it. And that's where the big difference comes in. Like, you know, I want to live outside of the country one one day. I don't want to, the U.S., as we're seeing, the U.S. is not a country for old men. Yeah, you mentioned that in your video. Yeah, and it's, so I don't, I don't want to be here in my 80s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. Unless yeah. something drastically changes, especially being, you know, a black man, I don't want to be in this rigmarole going on um there's other places that that can be had and and the world is is really a small place you know we like to think of it as this big unknown world but it's not a very small yeah. place and it's very possible for us to go elsewhere yeah so if i have someone that i'm looking to partner with if i have a woman i'm looking to partner with i'm going to make sure hey you at least she knows i don't want to live in the u.s yeah. if she's if she's tied to being you know living in kansas in the center of the country we're not going to work long term mm -hmm. and if she's willing to give that up i already know from the wisdom that these these years these 40 plus years have taught me if she's willing to let that dream go if it was important to her resentment's going to follow yeah because when we're infatuated we're willing to let go of things and, and and fall down that path but when that representative gets tired she's going to want to live in kansas while we're in ghana and <laughs> there's gonna be a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit of a difference there in culture. A little bit of a difference. Experience, yeah. A little bit of a difference. Absolutely. So it's really, it really is about knowing thyself um, and honoring those dreams and goals for yourself. And we talked about that representative and how detrimental that can be in a situation. Tell me, why do you think, why do you think relationships fail so much, it seems? So there's, um, there's a few different reasons. Well, one, just like we talked about, you know, we, we present ourselves in an inauthentic way when we go into relationships. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's common for that to happen. And so that's one of the major reasons. Another big reason, and it's something that's much different than what society and the world used to be is that we have too many options mm -hmm. there's too many options mm -hmm. it's like some people look at relationships like ordering pizza like you just pull up your app you just look for the toppings you can even filter the the, the search for the toppings you want on your on your next date and swipe right and it's at your door the next you know is ready for you yeah. there's so many different things and it's so simple um and on the other side of it, it's just that between the options that we have and the fact that it's not necessity anymore. So 
someone being a single parent, someone living or being single for 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 their entire life is definitely possible now. You can be a homeowner. You can be single and make enough money to own your own home. You can make enough money to live your life on your own comfortably. If we look at in the past, in the 30s and the 40s and the 50s and 60s, you needed, everyone had a role. And it was, that's what put it all together. So it was harder to be on your own especially back then being a woman you know this is just from studies i know i I know very little of being a woman since i'm not and i won't say that i do know Mm -hmm. but i do know for the fact that you know the role of the woman has changed very much so absolutely so women have less patience for men nowadays because they know that they can do it on on their own Mm -hmm. and men have less patience for women because they know that they can do it on their own and they can find somebody else and like that it's the same thing with women Mm -hmm. you can find somebody else I can order another one. I can look. What did Beyonce say? What did Beyonce say? I got another one. You, he'll be over here in a minute. Uh-huh. To the left. To, you know, it's uh-huh. it's fine. You're not special, and that's where it's at. We're no longer worth the time to develop a relationship, to develop um, that partnership. Because we feel like we have options. <laughs> we have options. <laughs> So it's all yeah, about absolutely. it's all about quantity, not quality, at this point, right? <laughs> we like to fool ourselves. We like to and fool ourselves. Just, yeah. And and you know, it's granted you don't want a project. We want a partner. We don't want a project. So then, when we go in for this quantity, because we feel like we have all these options, we keep test driving all these cars, and we keep settling. But then two years later, we try to trade it in again because it's not quite what I wanted. Oh, this one has red leather seats. But then you realize you like to go hiking and you have a dog and now the red leather seats are getting scratched up. So you trade that one in for one that has cloth seats and four wheel drive. But then you realize you don't want to do hiking anymore. So now you want a sports car. So you trade it in. And we do the same thing with our relationships. Absolutely. Exact same thing. Absolutely. So loyalty is something that is much harder to maintain because to your point, you know, women we are able to work now right um Mm -hmm. back then that wasn't always the case so we didn't have the skills or the man was the breadwinner and and that was okay um now we do have options as women there's studies that show that women you know make more than men in in certain fields um Mm -hmm. and there's the value of the male and the female role has gone down drastically. Yeah. Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, I think it's detrimental in certain ways. Um, Yes, the fact that I can make a living and and be independent is great, but I don't want to speak for all women, but I think I still love the idea of having a man that's the protector and that, that cares for me and even though I may make more money than him, or even though I, I still have that value for for that that role, but sure. yeah. it is it is it challenges you when you do know you can be on your own. So right, your patience for mm. <laughs> for the. For the for, for the, the unnecessary for the rigmarole, yeah, you for know, the rigmarole. for the rigmarole, it goes <laughs> drastically down. So we are challenged in so many ways um, in the society that we live in. And you know, one day we'll get to a point, I believe, 
I'm a believer that one day we'll get to the point to where we'll realize this to where it's so when we talk about the roles of a man and a woman when I say man and woman I don't want anyone to think of like you know that traditional sense mm-hmm. air, can't yeah. see me but air quotes are happening right now the traditional sense <laughs> of a man and a woman that's a good but point I'm a believer of masculine energy and feminine energy mm-hmm. so and there has to be a balance there that's Absolutely. where it's that is the that's beyond us as humans that is a nature thing that is part of what nature's design is be it doesn't matter what how many which chromosomes you have if you have two x chromosomes or a y and x and a y there's a masculine energy in a relationship and there's a feminine energy in a relationship and that is where that balance comes from just like you said the, to be the protector <laughs> to to be the protector that's a masculine energy mm-hmm. to be a nurturer that's a feminine energy and we will always fail if we don't have both in a relationship yeah and it's not to say that a, a, a female can't be protective it's not to say that a male can't be nurturing but right. it is to say there's some there's some expectations and i feel like that's really gotten skewed um because we don't have the conversation. Because sure. we don't have the conversation. And I think also, sometimes we just don't know how. Right? We just don't know Absolutely. how. We don't know how. Yeah. Um, that's another podcast. But let's move forward. Because <laughs> you talked about um, developing a relationship. And I believe that at the base of relationship, a friendship is so important. Mm-hmm. So... I remember I was talking to a couple that I really admire and I asked the husband, I'm like, and they have seemingly this great sound relationship. I'm so sick of the black struggle love or the struggle love. Like we got to get away from that. And mm-hmm. it, I asked him, I said, what do you like about your wife? And, and, and what do you like about your marriage? And he said, you know, I just really like her. <laughs> I thought it was the sweetest thing i thought it was the sweetest thing because it's like when you like someone you want to be Mm -hmm. around them right you do for them you enjoy being in their space and so it's just sounded like a friendship it's a marriage but it's a friendship so how valuable is 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 a friendship in in the relationship piece it is invaluable yeah it is invaluable and another example of that you know again we're gonna have to use this We'll talk about this during the Will and Jada thing. Um, because their story is an interesting story on how they got together. Like, if, 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 if anyone's heard that story, I was always impressed that it lasted as long as it did. That their marriage is lasting as long as it has. And it's a very, but it's a very business-orientated agreement more than an actual relationship. Per the story that was told to me by Will Smith. You, you <laughs> by Will and Jada. You, you talked to him directly? You got, well, you got, you well, got an open me line? And Willie, <laughs> me and Willie talk at once in a while, you know what I mean? Me and Willie talk at once in a while. Oh. But this Willie. was one of those times. Okay, okay. Yeah, Willie. Yeah, yeah, Willie. <laughs> me and Willie talk at once in a while. But this was during, um, you know, Jada had, she has her, her red table talks and they had a conversation about their relationship and how, mm-hmm. how they, they, they're doing their thing, which yeah. is ironic, ironic because then all of a sudden this stuff comes out. But I wasn't surprised. Everybody acted like they were surprised. I wasn't surprised. I wasn't I'm surprised like, either. Yeah, people that actually follow them, paying attention, they know it is what it is. 
Yeah. But um, it's it's invaluable because again, it's just like just like we talked about, it's wanting to be around that person, and those are the things to where you admire your partner. You have you have to admire your partner for some reason because otherwise, if you don't admire them, you resent them. If you don't resent them or admire them, then there's an indifference, and anything other than admiration is going to cause you to pull away from that person, either pull away or drift away. So a relationship cannot work without a friendship. You can have a business relationship, you can have a business agreement, but that's not love. And since we're talking about love, love comes with. Admiration. It's a. It's the gateway to love. It's admiration. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I love. I love the whole idea of admiration. Like to admire someone is. It's really dope because there's a respect level there. I always say mm-hmm. like you can, you can respect someone without loving them, but you can't. Yes. Love someone if you don't respect them. That's the realest right there. Yeah. That's the realest. Let's, Let's call Jada up. So I don't have Jada's line. <laughs> but what about Willie though? What about I can't Willie up, but they're, they're on the outs right now. He's got a good end for me to get to that to the table right now. It's the whole thing going on. But let's get on let's get on that. Let's get on that platform and let them know what's really going on. Absolutely. Let's, let's 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 form our own let's do the yellow table talk. Let's, 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 yellow table talk. <laughs> Yeah, let's, let's go. Let's show them how to do it right. Because just like you said, it's you have you. There has to be a respect there. You can't you can't have love without respect. Absolutely, absolutely not. So admiration and respect. How do you define love then? What is that? What What is your definition of love? So that's a that's a that's a question, right? That's a question. Mm-hmm. That's one of those to where it's tough. And just to kind of kind of generalize it, kind of try to put it into a box when, you know, it doesn't fit in the box. But one aspect of love is, is um, in terms of relationships would be wanting them to see, wanting, wanting them to be happy to see them succeed in whatever they want to become to support uh my partner in whatever you know she desires or we we come to an agreement on she wants to be and that's a question that you know we don't really ask ourselves we may we may ask our partners and we may ask ourselves but really just to really lay it out and like you know who do you want to become and let me support you in that that's what love is. If I say I want to be an influencer for positivity and self-mastery, and my partner is like, well, babe, you know, you're okay and all, but maybe maybe you should just, you know, stick to selling houses or stick to uh, uh, helping, helping with investment. That's a love. That's that's not the love. That's not what I define as love. That's more of a here. Let me keep you safe and small. Love is when you're willing to take the chance with the person that you love to help them grow, to be there when they fail, to help them get back up again, and, and 
continue forward into becoming the person they're meant to become. We do it with our kids because we love our kids. If your kid says she wants to be a doctor, you're going to say, all right, let's figure this out. Well, I hope you would say, all right, let's figure this out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there are no guarantees, huh? (laughs) Love, love doesn't always look. We all don't love our family. And that's another, that's another whole conversation. (laughs) Just because we're blood don't mean that it has to be love. So Absolutely. We, we got about three or four podcasts out of this one. Work <laughs> so I'm just going to sign up to be a reoccurring guest. We're Absolutely. We're going to figure this out. <laughs> I, I love it. Absolutely. So I really appreciated your question, who do you want to become? That's that's amazing. I love that. To, to, for someone to ask you that, how enlightening and empower empowering that is that's so empowering i I love that and taking a chance with the person you love i am a strong believer love has become very complex and it really isn't Mm. and i just define love as you know love is defined by the actions it produces. that's it okay i like that it's an action word it's defined by the actions it produces. Um, we, we, we use love too, too sparingly. And so it's lost, it's lost its power. So we have to be careful who, do we, who, we, who we say we love. Because we throw that That's word right. out way too much, way too way much. Way too much. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. That's, That's the truth. We do. It's, and it's, it, can, it can hurt, it can hurt people. So be careful who you say you love. Be willing to back it up. So yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I like it. Actions speak louder than words because words are just noise. The actions are are where it's at, and I like that a lot. Love is the actions that it's produced. Yeah, absolutely. So let's let's dive into that a little bit because you know we hear the idea that everyone has a love language and there's there's a very popular mm. book out there that talks about that so right. your perspective is there such a thing as a love language um as defined in what is it like the four different ones or something like that yeah i think it's five four or five sure <laughs> something like that yeah um, uh sure yeah yeah but it's it's really the it's just what you said though it's the actions like that's the universal love language language is the actions that we take for that person that we love and now the actions themselves can be many different things like what are some of the ones in the book um um affirmations wait affection what is it it's a bunch of them there's like acts of service that's one yeah uh, gifts and different things or whatever whatnot but all of those are actions like all of those are things that are done and this is how we communicate. Now, everybody that I've spoken to about, like I've had some conversations around like, you know, love languages and everyone has multiple that I've talked to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everyone I've talked to has had multiple. Oh, I like this and this. Mm-hmm. Sometimes this, I'm not really a big fan of that. You know, some people like, um, um, the reason I remember, the reason I remember acts of service is because that was technically my love language mm-hmm. is because because I'm action-orientated, so mm-hmm. I do things to show that I care. 
I'm not big on gifts. But if my partner, if my girl's big on gifts, then I'm going to communicate the way that she wants. But in my mind, that's also I'm also going to do acts of service. So some people have the ones that they like to do, mm-hmm. and then they like, but they like done or done for them something different. Mm-hmm. So, is there a single language, or does everyone fall into a category? No, I don't think so. I think there's just the that action piece. Is there a love language? Um, Sure, and it's the actions that it brings. I love that phrase. I'm going to use that. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm, like, I'm taking that one. I appreciate you t- it. You taking that one? Okay. I'm well, t- I, 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 well, I got to be a guest then. I got to be a guest on one of these, on one of these YouTube uh, motivational videos. That I'm sure will. We're going to so. get you in front of the camera. It's going to say that. <laughs> Everybody's going to appreciate that. <laughs> I, do, I do honor your, your thought around yes there are there just five categories absolutely not i do appreciate the idea of learning each other's love language because what you think you're doing is effective and is loving may not be may not be what that person needs i often liken it to you know my analogies with food leave me alone but (laughs) if you know that i don't like lobster Mm-hmm. And you're making me this extremely beautiful, elaborate lobster dinner. How does that benefit me? <laughs> right? right? So right. it's it's really important that we get to know each other's love language because it can get tricky. You're thinking that I'm doing all of this for you and you're missing the mark in terms of what's really important to me. Um, hmm. And that's definitely something that I've learned in my relationship. Now, how important is it? This is my question that I have for you. Oh, you you got the questions now, sir? Sure. Like, I got I got this one. I okay. got this one. Okay. Got this one. All right. All right. Changing gears. That's fine. So, how important is it to you that it's done exactly the way that you want it done? Are you losing the fact that this person does love you enough to cook this lobster dinner? in the fact that you don't like lobster? It depends. You know, everything has a motive and everybody has a, every, mm-hmm. everyone has a motive and intention. So yes. if someone knows, and I've said this, if I said it one time and a person forgets, that's, that's okay, right? Mm-hmm. Even, even, right? Even two times, right? Like, but if I tell you that I don't know, I don't like lobster and I'm actually allergic to it, mm-hmm. that's how, it can feel when someone's loving you the way they think they should love you versus the way mm. you want to be loved and you've made it very clear and see what mm. happens with that is that you're dishonoring my feelings that's how that feels mm. that's how that yeah. feels and you're dishonoring so the, would that even feelings. be love it would, would that even be love if it's continuous absolutely not because i'm telling you when a person is in tune with you Mm-hmm. And they're in tune with with what you. They're ready to act. Like yeah. loving you is makes them happy. So they remember mm-hmm. little Absolutely. things that you like. They remember they'll they'll remember the candy bar that you like, and they'll pick it up at the store. They'll remember to you make sure that you have lying. your umbrella. And 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 when it's raining, 
when someone yep. is in tune with you, they know when your breath is, is, is you're not breathing right, something's wrong. Like they yep. just know your spirit lives within them. They're attentive. Mm, yes. Yeah. Yep. I agree. That's where, and that's, yeah. and that's a big difference. And that's a big difference. Just like you said, if it was one time you had mentioned it, or it was in passing conversation, Absolutely. but it was uh, something that was supposed should have been well known if they were really being attentive, and then they still do this because they like lobster. Then that's yeah, that's not love. That's not the love for you. Yeah. That's more narcissistic love to say, hey, look what I did for you, even yeah. though you can't enjoy it. So that's yeah, okay. I Absolutely. I like it. Absolutely. And the message that you're sending, right? Mm. The message How that you're sending that with nowadays? that. Too often. <laughs> too often. Too too often. Too often. But again, that's that's are you being truthful with yourself and as it relates to who you chose to be with? Mm. Okay. So another podcast. So um we are almost done. I'm so loving this conversation. My podcasts are typically no less than 10 minutes. We're, we're almost an hour. Right. You might you might have to break this one up. I may have to break this one up, but I don't want to. I don't want to. It's so good. <laughs> uh, so listen, y'all just enjoy it. You know, pause and do what you got to do. Um, <laughs> I think one of my last questions is, you know, we talked about how loving self is vital to being in any in any relationship i think sometimes a lot of times we talk about romantic relationship but it's also any relationship you're in with a person um honoring yourself honoring them that that's whether you're a parent that's whether you're a friend whatever that relationship is and i think we have your to remember children. ourselves i want everybody to hear that your yeah children. your children yeah absolutely if you don't love yourself they will not love themselves this is this is real this and is we, fact we, We've lived this before, you and I, Tony. We've yeah, lived this before. Absolutely. So yes. Absolutely. It's so funny you mentioned that because a few weeks ago I put on Facebook. I said one of the best gifts we can give to our children is just for them to see us happy. Mm-hmm. It's real. That's the realest. Yeah. That's it's that's the realest. So important. It invites the door for them to be happy. Um, it changes. It changes everything. It changes everything. Another another podcast. Now I love that. I love that kind of thing of like yeah. that, that mental, uh, the power of the mind is really important. And yeah. yes, we, and you know, you and I have had conversation around that. We, we tend to recreate that which is around us. Yeah. And, and if we can show happiness, yes, to our children, then they will find a way to be happy and not settle for anything less than that. So yeah. Another, another topic, another topic. Absolutely. Sorry. I hope you're writing all these down because I'm not, but you know, you're recording it. You're <laughs> recording right. it, so, so it's fine. Never we mind. We can go back. We can go back. I shouldn't have had that vodka before we started recording. Um, anyway, another topic. So, another topic. if you had a formula for maintaining a healthy, thriving relationship, what would you include? Um, well, you know, definitely some of the things we've talked about already. It's about that um, admiration for your partner, uh, looking for that that respect piece and admiration can even come later when you're in a relationship, when, that, when you get there. But um, a big piece is knowing your self-worth. Self-worth, respect for your partner, 
and and a genuine interest in each other. That is, that I think is one of the biggest things. If you have a genuine interest in your partner, then there's nothing that you, there's no way that happiness won't come. Because if you have a genuine interest, you're gonna be attentive, you're gonna help this other person cultivate their dreams and their goals. You're going to, you know, be the person they that you that they need you to be at the time you need to be that person. And if both sides have that genuine interest in each other, then it's less likely for resentment to set in. You don't have to like the same things, you just have to like the person, just like your friend. I just think I just like her. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I appreciate that so much. Um, I would add to that humility, mm-hmm. um, accountability, you know, taking accountability for your actions mm-hmm. when you do something wrong. And this whole idea of real partnership, like we're on the same team. Right. Don't you want to succeed together? Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. I think also, yeah, let's build. And having tough conversations and not being afraid to do it. Because problems are going mm-hmm. to arise. It's not a it's not a question about if problems are gonna arise. That's not the question. It's like how are you gonna handle them when they do? When they do, absolutely. And if you're both humble and are willing to look out for the best interest of each other, you won't have any problems. They will be easier to deal with. Yeah. And I really do appreciate the, you know, honoring yourself is important. I would imagine that if you have two people that honor themselves, then they would not want to dishonor either one of them, right? Like if you have you have someone that has that knows their self-worth, one of the mm-hmm. most challenging things to be with somebody who has no self-worth and no self-esteem because eventually they're going to drag you down whether they're trying to do it or not. Yeah. And that self-worth is, is just so important. Oh my goodness. It's- it's, yeah, just like you said, it's one of the most important things. And when we say self-worth, when I say self-worth, I, I don't mean in that, you know, stuck up kind of, you know, where your narcissistic way of self-worth Absolutely or that of, or of honoring yourself. It's like some people kind of, I've had a conversation to where people take it like, well, you know, you don't want to be so self-centered. And I, and I try to let them know that's not what I said. It's self-worth and honoring the other person. You know, that's when you, when you honor yourself, you don't put yourself in a situation you don't dishonor other people because that's doing a dishonor to self so you don't put yourself in situations to where you have to be that person it's it's we get it very confused nowadays just because of the way our society is built um to where we think honoring self means that narcissistic piece to where hey i'm the best you can't tell me nothing you know because i'm honoring myself i know my self-worth you know, three snaps down and, you know, whatever. They don't do that anymore, do they? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is 
Uh, it's about people in their 40s, right? All right. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Three snaps down. Well, I need seat. to edit that. You know what I'm saying? You remember well, that, right? I need to edit that. I do. I do. Okay. <laughs> I'm embracing. I got gray hairs in the goatee and my eyebrows. I'm, I wear. These are my uh, uh, wisdom whiskers. These are my wisdom whiskers. <laughs> I'll take it. It's fine. Have you seen what's going on in the world with these young folks? I don't don't want to be associated with that anyway. Absolutely not. Embrace. 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 Embrace embrace the journey. Yes. Yep. I I made it to 40. Let's go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, this is the time. Now is the time. For sure. No, I appreciate that. Um, I'm really appreciative that we invited that idea into the conversation because again so often we don't talk about how we really do need to love ourselves um and that's the journey that i'm on and it's it's not an easy journey when you've never done it so i'm i'm learning what that looks like for me and sometimes i fail and i have rough days other times i'm good but i'm committed and i think that's committed i'm committed to the process right that's that's big yeah, yes. absolutely. Yes, just like you said, sometimes you have days that, that you're good, sometimes you have days you fail, but mm-hmm. you're committed. And that's what we don't have enough of. Yeah. Just like we talked about in the very beginning of this whole thing, it's about that commitment when it comes to relationships. And relationships with ourselves and with others. Until we have that relationship with ourselves, until we're committed to ourselves, there's no way, my belief, my belief, Mm-hmm. There's no way that we can be committed to anything else if we're not committed to ourselves. Absolutely. Do your work, as Yolanda Bonsant would say. Do your work. <laughs> um, I love that gem you just dropped. Any final gems you want to share? I think we dropped a few of them today. If I may, if I say so myself. I- you know, you know, we sparkle, you know, we sparkle <laughs> when you and I get together and have conversations. They're very rarely uh, shallow, let's put it that way. Absolutely, absolutely. They definitely shine, they definitely shine. So yeah. um, anything else other than, you know, again, it just goes back to just, again, just going out on yourself and, and, you know, be a savage about it. Stand up for yourself. Stand up for what you believe in. Don't, don't fold just for convenience and that's where that piece where that commitment comes in where that dedication and knowing self-worth comes in because it's nothing to just know it but you have to do it and you have to be do it savagely not settle hey you got a car with red leather seats you want to start hiking then go hiking and now you got scratches on your red leather seats but if you be committed to what you got yourself into and then and, and, and you can make it work or let it go, but then not make the same mistakes. N- nothing's temporary. Keep the commitment there. Commitment to self means you'll always be, you'll find your happiness one way or another. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think in relationships, there's going to be rough times, but the idea is to always, you know, they always say if this person is bringing more value than they are or not. And you may want to consider holding on to them because you're going to get with someone else. You're going to have another set of struggles. Um, so be willing to value people too. If they're bringing things to your life. Value that because that's not a guarantee. And so I do appreciate that as well. Um, well, 
I'm so, so appreciative of you for your time and sharing your heart and your journey a little bit. And thank you for being my first guest. I'm, I'm very, very grateful to you. And I just want to say, tell the people again where they can find you so they can get more of this inspiration and this energy that you're bringing. Yeah, absolutely. So um, it's Noble Savage, um, Noble, N-O-B, the number one. E Savage. And you can find me on YouTube. You can find me on Facebook. Uh, it's, yeah, Instagram as well. I got to figure that one out, though. I got to figure that one out. I'm thinking about, <laughs> change, I'm thinking out. about changing that tag. I'm, I'm thinking about changing that tag. Because, okay. you know, I'm in my 40s. So me and Instagram don't really vibe that well. You know, not really. We're, we're, a, we're the Facebook generation. I know, we are. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta use both. My my my, 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 my sisters on Instagram. I'm like, well, I'm on Facebook. We just had these social media awards. I'm like, okay, fine. Right. I'll get on Instagram sometimes. We gotta, sometime. we gotta, use, both. <laughs> we we gotta, gotta, we gotta use both. We gotta figure. It out. I gotta I gotta get comfortable with it. I gotta get comfortable with it. But um, absolutely. no, I am absolutely honored to be your first guest. You know, as you grow and explode in in this industry, in this what in this project that you're building, it's it's humbling to be the first guest. I've known you for a very long time and I've always admired you and your strength in perseverance and getting things done. We talked about this podcast a couple years ago, a couple years ago. And then you were like, well, bro, you're not doing nothing. I'm just going to do it myself. And <laughs> it was inspiring to me. It, it continues, it, it's motivating to me that you have this. So I appreciate you for, for being the example that I needed. Well, thank you so much. I'm like smiling from ear to ear. Um, sometimes you just got to take the leap, right? And just go for it. Don't worry about the numbers. Don't worry about any of that. Just, I'm all about believing that we should own our own story because so often we hear, oh, I know that person. I know that person. I'm like, you don't know me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> don't say that. Are you, wait, is that a shot at me and Willie? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't know me. You know, it's like on a TI dip, like you don't know me. Um, mm -hmm. And I think it's True. important that we're careful about who we say we think we know, because that that does that person a disservice. And I've I've been trying to work on myself with that too, because I've I've done that. Oh, I know that person. I know that person. I'm like, no, I know of that person, which is very different. So. I know you know me, um, but there's still more to learn about each other, and uh, that's the journey Absolutely. that we're on. And mm -hmm. so, again, thank you again. But I want to thank everybody who who tune in today. Yes, this is like a three-hour podcast. Just you know, <laughs> do the do the intervals, go stretch, just do what pieces. you gotta do, just do it in pieces. pieces. Yeah, like listen to this, and then go over to you know my YouTube channel and watch a video Absolutely. for about you know, ten minutes, fifteen minutes long, and then come back to this and. You know, swap, swap back and forth. It'd be, yeah, we'll fill your time. You will fill we'll your time. You, you at home anyway. We're still in quarantine, you know? Exactly. Just play exactly. in the background, you know? Yeah, play in the background while you, you know, watching dishes. Absolutely. Because I'm, I'm, I'm sure we all got some dishes in the sink right now. So <laughs> just grab, just grab that, that this knowledge while you're grabbing the dishwasher, right? Like grabbing Boom. the dish soap, right? Boom. Oh my goodness. Um, I wanted to say, to all of the potential billions of listeners out there, continue your journey of 
loving yourself and being compassionate to yourself and others. It is not easy during this time, so it's even more vital to have empathy and grace. And don't stop, you know, one day at a time. We really do need to take it that way. And appreciate you all listening. I'll post this on my Facebook page, of course. I'll tag Noble Savage. Um, and continue to have the conversations that are tough. Continue to own your own story. Be authentic. You can see that we've made mistakes in this podcast. My words don't always come out right, but you know what? That is enough. And mm-hmm. remember that you are enough and continue this journey. And stay well. Mm-hmm.